Welcome to track number seven of Mighty Foundations. Self-oriented. Selfish. Foundations of unselfishness. Now, Five types of biblical selfishness. Number one, self-enhancement. Ezekiel 23 verse 40. And furthermore, that you have sent for men to come from far unto whom a messenger was sent. And lo, they came... For whom thou didst wash thyself, and paintest thy eyes, and deckest thyself with ornaments. Mercy. Thou didst wash thyself, and deck thyself with ornaments. Self-enhancement. Even as you put ornaments on yourself, think about ornaments that must be put on others. And on God's house. And on God's servant. Don't just think of making yourself great in this life. Having a good life for yourself. Think of having a good life for others. Somebody else can have a good life too. Through your life. And through your ministry. Can I have an amen from somebody? Self-enhancement. Ezekiel 23 verse 40. Thou didst wash thyself. Paint thy eyes and deck thyself, your eyes, yourself, yourself, everything, improving of yourself. That's not how Christianity works. Christianity works through helping others. Number two, self-love. You love yourself. If you fulfill the royal law, According to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. James 2 verse 8. You are supposed to, God knows that loving of yourself is such a strong thing. That is why he said, the love you have for your neighbor should be at the level of the love that you have for yourself. That means that if you earn a hundred francs, you should use fifty francs for yourself to love yourself. And with the same fifty francs that you used to love yourself, you should love others. (laughs) Oh, you didn't understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the love that you love yourself, ask thyself, love your neighbor with the same amount of love. Time. Are you there? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, ask your neighbor, do you love yourself? What do they say? Thank you. Huh? What did they say? Yes, you love yourself. You love yourself, it's true.
Number three, self-interest. Proverbs chapter 9 verse 12. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. Proverbs 9 verse 12. If you are wise, you shall be wise for yourself. So as you can see, people are applying wisdom for themselves. Love for themselves. But the day that you apply, you start to apply the love that you are applying to yourself to others. And the wisdom that you are using for yourself, you you give it to others. God will give you even more. Because the Bible says, give it shall be given unto you. There is, a, there is something that I always remember. You know? It was a day that I, I sat down to advise somebody. I'll never forget that day. I thought that I was wise. And that this person lacked wisdom. So, I called the person to share something with the person that I normally don't share with anybody. That was one of my greatest blessings that day. Because when I told the person what I told the person, then he rather said to me, Bishop, you are mistaken. Yeah. Not, he was not rebuking me. Then he showed me something that I had not seen. I was, I will never forget that day. But what I remember about it was that, the fact that I thought I was helping him. But I was the one who was so helped. He really helped me. So that's how I realized that when you give, even your wisdom, your love. You see, as I share with people, do this. Do, God gives me more wisdom, more love. As I share the love that I would have given only to my biological children. I share with other children, other people's children. God has given me more children, more children than I can. I was coming here with some children that I have in Port Elizabeth. You know Port Elizabeth? Huh? And it's in South Africa. Yeah. Some young people. Yeah, when I went for the camp in South Africa, oh, you were dancing for me all the time. Did you see them? Yeah. I was bringing them. I've just fallen in love with them. And all of them, they came after the camp or during the camp. They'll come to my room. They'll come and sit on the floor, talk with all of them, a whole group of them, about 15 of them from Port Elizabeth. You know, even whilst I was here, they sent me a text. Or I, sent, I mean, the pastor, the pastor sent me a text. I said, well, how are my children? They, they, are all, they are all missing you. We are missing you. Oh, I have other children. And by loving others, God has given me more children than I can, I can even control. Yeah. That's why I said that if you love thyself, if you are wise for yourself, you see, there is a wisdom you apply to your life. There is a love you apply to your life. But God is showing us that Christianity is based on denying yourself. You see, and this time you are not applying the wisdom for yourself. The wisdom you have for salvation is not for you only. It's for somebody else to hear that wisdom and be saved. The love that you have so intensely for your two children or whatever children, that love intensely for others who you didn't give birth to. You didn't give birth to them. 
And it's, it has turned out to be my greatest blessing. Yeah, yeah. Many times I go to churches to preach. I don't know, when I see the church, I just feel that I want the church to be stable. So I just preach, you know. I can do miracles, falling downs, all, all those. I, I can do all those things. I know how to do all Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blowing of winds and other things. I can do all those things. I saw that many times I look at the church and I say, this will be very good for this church. This church will be stable. And I will preach about loyalty without any miracle. As if I don't have even a miracle. Nothing. Just be to make the church better. So that people will believe in their pastor and follow their pastor humbly when I go. That thing has rather, I thought that, you know, it's like everybody will come and preach powerful things. The Holy Spirit will be moving different things. Hey! When I come with my number one taste, number two, number three. Independent spirit, four. Critical spirit, five. Hey! Rather, through that, eh, as I've been loving other people's churches and other pastors, it has rather made open more doors to the whole world that I can't even believe. Hey! Recently, a church in Colombia was ordering 20,000 books of loyalty. <laughs> 20,000. Hey! Spanish, in Spanish. Espíritu independiente. Independent spirit. Are you listening? I've learned something. When you take wisdom and you give it to others, you may think you are just helping them, but it's a seed. You will be the one who will benefit one day. You know, right now, if I want a car, I I can say, please, I want a car. I mean, to my pastors, to my children, they will get, they will give me a car. No, I'm not talking about the church's car. The church's car. You see, by, by the grace of God, I don't need it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Or oh, you don't think so? If I ask you for lunch, will you buy lunch for me? How many will buy lunch for me? Just sausage and roast tea. Will you, will you buy for me? How many will buy for me roast tea? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have so many people who would like to buy lunch for me. And dinner too. Somebody said he'll buy dinner for me too. Yeah. Do you see? So when you give wisdom, so when you see somebody... Let your heart be touched. Instead of just thinking about, I'm wise for myself. Proverbs 9, if you are wise, you are wise for yourself. No. Think of how to be wise for somebody. Look at the person. My person here. I, I can actually weep of sadness if I, when I sense that maybe they are not prospering as I wish they would prosper in Switzerland. It's, it is one of the most painful. I even wrote it in a book. 
I said, it's one of the most painful things for me to see that here you are in Switzerland, whatever, Germany land, and you are not prospering. It's one of the hurting, it hurts me, it hurts me, it hurts me, it hurts me deep down. And I realized that it's like wisdom, great wisdom is needed. It's not just about being here, this place. Yeah, I've been here, I've gone, I've seen people who've come and have left. It hurts me. Businessman. That's how a businessman asked me, are you laughing at me? I said, oh, I cannot laugh at you. I, cannot laugh at you. <laughs> I pray for you all the time. How can I laugh at you? I have prayer warriors who are praying for you. I'm laughing at you. No, I, I want you to be, to be blessed. Amen. And I feel happy. You know? It, it makes me happy. So my wisdom, I'm trying always to give my way. But whether people want to receive it or not. So that I said, now I explain to people about these mortgages and eternal bills and things that they go and get there. So I said, look, this thing, I've seen one before. Two, I've been in houses, people have written letters with red paper, capital letter, final warning, this and that, that and that. I've seen all before. It's not that somebody told me, not that somebody ahead of it, I was there. I've seen the thing, come, go, come, go, come, go, come, go. So brothers and sisters, you to share your love. The love that you have for yourself that you don't want to go to hell. And the love that, the wisdom that you have for yourself that makes you prosper. Share it. Share it. Ezekiel 31 verse 10. The next one, self-promotion in the Bible. So we have seen self-enhancement in the Bible, self-love in the Bible, self-interest in the Bible, self-promotion in the Bible now. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Ezekiel 31, verse 10. Because thou hast lifted up thyself in height and hast shut up his top among the thick bows, and his heart is lifted up in his height. He's talking about somebody. But notice, he says, thou hast lifted up thyself. Okay, you lifted up yourself. That's selfishness. Lifting up yourself. Now, let's try to lift up somebody else. What do you think? Huh? My children from Lausanne, stand up. You see, I don't want to lift myself up. I want to lift you up. I want to lift you up. You can't imagine. I'll be jumped like a rabbit if I see you people, pastors, preaching, doing whatever. Have you seen a rabbit jumping before? That's me. That's all that I want. It, 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 doesn't, even, it doesn't even have to be lighthouse. But if I see you, have, you become real men of God, preacher. Oh, what is my use in this world? Except to see that happening. That's why sometimes I say to people, sometimes they are starting churches, they want to leave the church. Leave the church. Just don't spoil the church. You can't be a pastor. I will even help you. But what I don't want is that a church that we are building, then you come and spoil it in order to start your church. That one, I don't want it at all. For that one, we will react to it. But you can do, you can leave. I will will even help you. Somebody was asking, has there been anybody who has ever left Lighthouse who you have a good... Plenty! There are people who are pastors who have, even the people in my book, I wrote about that. They are some of our best friends today. 
They know they are in the book. And they always say, when he sees that person, I preach and I mention that, he'll be saying, yeah. But he says that it's true. And we even help him financially every different things. All that we are saying is, God bless you. If you want to do a separate thing, praise God. But do not spoil something that we have been building together. That is the only thing that we don't want you to do. We don't want it. And we will fight it. We will fight it. For that, we will fight it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we will come down hard on that. As for you being a man of God and pastor, it's to my credit that you have become a great man of God or whatever you are. I don't mind. Not that I don't mind. I want it. If you do it in Lighthouse, great. If not Lighthouse and Gob Chapel, go to Gob. I'm also happy with that. But just do not start something and spoil it. That is all. Because it's an effort. It's very hard to start a church. Very hard for us to start a church. Is it not hard to start a church? Very hard for the church to grow. Have a choir. Do this. Do that. Do that. Hey. Hey. I will be happy when I see you. I will start jumping. I say, look at them. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Look, I remember Pastor Richard going fat and eating sausages in London. <laughs> and today he's a bishop elect. <laughs> but you can see that the person has actually been able to swallow the seeds and become a lion. It's true. That's what I want you people. I, I beg you, please. Don't, don't fail me in that regard. Okay, don't feel Mary. Don't feel Mary. The first member of this church. Don't feel her. She cared for you for years. She left you in, intact. And she didn't steal your heart from me. You love me and you are interested in me. It's somebody who works in a UBS bank, which are trying to lay off people. And you have been able to take days off and come and sit here when they are looking for people to lay off. Is he an idiot? See, that's what I said. Some people, I want to make us as if we are idiots. Say, we are idiots. That's why we came here. But we don't have job. We don't have anything to do. So please, you must grow up nice. Are you, are you girls married? Is this your wife? Are you being nice to him? Okay. <laughs> and then you? No marry. Beloved? Where? John. John. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you, beloved? No beloved? Receive it. One. Are you listening? Are you listening? Yeah. My friends, please, please, please don't live for yourselves. Think about others who are just nice, just like you, and they're just waiting. And grow up and become somebody who has thought of another person and has given your life for others. And you'll be surprised what you think you are losing. You'll get it all back times 100. Sometimes we look at our children when we are traveling. You look at the eyes of children crying, crying at the gate. Just crying. Daddy, 
going? Yeah. Why are you going again? You come. Can I take it? Said he used to cry. His little boys. When he turns around, he goes. He said when he turns right, then he will stop the car and cry. His heart was broken as he would leave his little children. But he had to go. He talked about it. He said, look, it has not been easy to do this work. And the only thing you can say is if you will also think about others and also do what God has called you to do, who? Then it will be worth it. Yes. And I know that when Papa Hagen sees all of us, he will see all of you are his children. Because you are children's children. It's a seed that went down, 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 down. Please don't let us down. Don't be deceived by what is going Every Everything that glitters is not gold. Every pastor who is staying as a pastor is not representing us the way what we, what we really believe in. That's why I'm talking about the things now. Some of the things I have not said them before in Switzerland. Like I don't say anything. I just go, like this story I'm telling you, that I call you, I say, come. And you, you say you are not well. Then later, I call you, 11 o'clock, you are not in the house. It is raining too. I remember the rain beat me as I entered the telephone booth. Yeah, you've heard me say that story before. Have you heard me say that story before? Uh, you listen to the Macanet properly. Oh, it's Switzerland, yeah. It's here. Every story is a real person. <laughs> are you there? But you people, you are going to do well. You are going to do well. <laughs> Not everybody speaks English in this world. Who said English is the most important language in the world? In the everything revolves around English language. Every ministry. When we started going around with our church, with our crusades to Senegal, Burkina Faso, Mali, Cote d'Ivoire. They don't have French books. They don't have French. They don't have pastors coming there. Don't have course. Everybody, American, English, everybody feels everything is English. So the, um, the French side is dry. Yeah. You, you only love yourself. So that's why at great cost we are translating the books. God bless Alex. Alex, Alex translated all the books. Do you know Alex? Do you both know her? Yeah. yeah. Alex translating, working, the night, the day, to do these books. I hope she's coming come to Accra soon. Hey. She's done marriage, model marriage counseling in French. It's being printed now. You have it right here. Yeah. <laughs> Are you there? Or you are not there? Yeah. So please, don't think about, I'm not trying to promote me. I'm now, my concern is you. Yeah. The older pastors, I'm not trying to promote you, I'm trying to edge you on to the next part of your course. But these younger ones, I'm trying to lift them up into the first step. 
the first step of their whatever. But many of you, you are already on your course. I'm just trying to make sure that you, you get into, if it's two more steps or three more steps of your life. Of your course. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not thinking of myself. I'm not thinking about, I'm, th- I'm thinking about you. I really want you to do well. That's what I want. And that's what this, this verse is saying. You have self because thou hast lifted up thyself. I'm not trying to lift up myself. I'm trying to lift you up. I want to see you there holding the microphone. I become so happy. When I see them holding a microphone, talking, speaking, preaching, and having the same problem that I have. <laughs> I, then I know you love me more because you understand me. Yeah. See, this is what Bishop was saying. Oh. Let's go for that thing and listen carefully to how he said it. The same, you will see what I'm saying exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, you see, you see it. And you say, wow, this thing. I didn't know. I, are you there? First one is for self. You can sit down. Self-enhancement. Second one, self-love. Third one, self-interest. Fourth one, self-promotion. Amen. And the last one is self-consciousness. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one In the spirit of meekness. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Considering thyself. Think about yourself. This one is the important self-consciousness. Amen. Sometimes you need to think about it. When you are rebuking somebody. You need to think about yourself. That's why for a long time I haven't rebuked anybody. I just flow along without saying anything. But there's a time that you have to also rebuke. And that's the time that we've reached now. Yeah, at first I just go and just say, so these people, they are somewhere, and I just go. I say it in my head, and I go. And I say to myself, I won't come here again. Uh-huh. You understand? But now is the time to speak. And come again. Yes, I'll come by the grace of God. Are you there? Self-conscious. You need to think about yourself. Sometimes you need to think of others. Amen. Amen. Psalm 35. Stir up thyself. 23. Psalm 35 verse 23. Stir up thyself and awake... To my judgment, even unto my cause. So, here again, he is thinking of himself. Stir up thyself. So, God is showing us a person can be oriented towards himself. More and more, he slanted towards himself. All himself. 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 But I want you to be oriented towards the other person. The other person. If you are a son... Be oriented towards the father. Go towards the mother. Amen. Amen. One day, I was speaking to a certain man of God. This certain man of God had divorced his wife. 
And as I spoke to him, I explained to him, I told him something. I said, I know that you loved your family. And he was quiet. And I told him, and I I reminded him of something that he said some years ago. I said, I know that you love your wife, you love your children. And it was a very, very difficult thing for you to divorce. Then he said something, he said, I will not recommend anybody in this world to, to ever be divorced. Somebody who has divorced, I will never recommend it to anybody. Yeah. You see, and then as I spoke, he was quiet. And I spoke on and on and on. You know? And he realized that I do not believe in divorce. But he realized that I was not condemning him. And he realized that I was even understanding his problems. That was even telling him and he was quiet. You see, rarely do you get people who are thinking about how you must be feeling. They only think of themselves. Everybody who has gone to do something wrong, think about, the person didn't wake up and say, I am a bad person and I'm going to do bad things in this world. Let's go and perform. Let's go. Badness. No. How many have done something bad before? Raise your hand. Did you plan to do? Have you made a mistake before? And you are here. By the mercies. The Bible says his mercies are over all his works. That means that anytime God works, mercies. There is some forgiveness. Like you see me standing here. It means that some plenty forgivenesses are happening. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. So, when you are a child, like like you, think about me. That, oh, maybe bishop this, how this. One day, somebody will also think, you'll be surprised. They'll just think of, oh, my job, my child, my work, my school, my this, my exam, my that. (laughs) If I was to think about my school, my exam, my whatever, I would not be, I would not be a pastor. I will not have started Lighthouse Chapel. I just think of my future, my career, my life, my medical career. I have to specialize. I have to be this. I have to, I'm not a specialist. I'm just a normal doctor. I have to lose something. Yeah. So it don't just think about me. About what is, what is good for me. Or my children. No. I send my children to school. I send my children to a normal school just near my house. My son is even a founder of, of a school. When I say a founder, the first student. <laughs> the only student in the school that the school was starting in somebody's house. Because the, my child was not accepted in the Catholic school. Yeah. I said, well, that's, that's, what, that's the child that the school that my child will go to. I'm not just thinking of my children. I want my children, I want my child to go to Ivy League this. I want my child to be this. My child, my child should be okay. I'm not putting them in any bad thing. But I'm not going to sacrifice the whole world. Just for, my, my mind is not oriented on my children. No, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> At all. God will take care. I give them to the Lord. Delight thyself also in the Lord. Psalm 37 verse 4. Many people are just delighting themselves. Hey! 
But you see, instead of just enjoying delights in marriage, I've written a book on delightful marriage. Isn't it? Model marriage. So that you will also delight yourself. You can open the pages and see what to do. Huh? I know you are not married. Don't read that book, please. And you take a book like Model Marriage. You, you see those, some of the pictures and the drawings. How do you think those pictures were there? Somebody had to draw it. Somebody had to draw his wife. That, those pictures is somebody's wife. <laughs> If he was if he was just thinking about himself, do you think we, we, we he can have such a book? What a sacrifice. <laughs> Somebody has to model, stand there like this. Uh, put some hey! <laughs> so you are not just thinking of delight for thyself, but delight for others. Amen. Psalm 37, verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself. Don't be worried about, don't be worried within yourself. Because of him who prospered in his way. Psalm 37 verse 8. Cease from anger. Forsake wrath. Fret not thyself. Don't be angry within yourself. Amen. Self-consciousness. And the best example of self-consciousness is found in Genesis chapter 1, chapter 3, verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God. Walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. You hide yourself because you become self-conscious. If you take off your clothes, you suddenly because all the things that we are wearing under our tone some have become brown. Some have become brownish. <laughs> Some have become bluish. Yellowish. You become concerned. And some things which look very whatever on the outside, in reality, it looks flabby on the inside. So you become self-conscious. So they were, they were afraid. Eh? Forgive. 
Now, what is it that makes you self? As soon as you become self-conscious, you start to hide yourself. You want to sit at the back. You want to sit outside. You want to stay somewhere. You want to be far away. You don't come near. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be seen. You understand? And it's, it's because of sin. There's something negative. Something negative. But when you are full of positivity, you want to be seen. You want to be there. You are ready to smile. You are not afraid. You understand? But when there's more sin in your heart and your soul, you get it. Then you want to be away. And it causes you to stay. Cover yourself. And the more you cover yourself, you, re- you, you prevent yourself from receiving wisdom, knowledge, ideas, spiritual input, and it causes a severe reduction in intellectual and spiritual capacity resulting in a distortion of what you are supposed to be. Yeah. Severely. Severe. How many will agree that those that are not at the camp can be severely reduced in their intellectual and spiritual capacity to understand a lot of things? Yeah, because we are addressing a lot of things clearly. And you are understanding why some things are some way. Because sometimes you know that something is some way, but you don't know why it is some way. But as we are here, gradually begin to understand that this whole thing is a foundation of the church. Not thinking about yourself is a foundation. Paying tithes is a foundation. Sacrificing is a foundational issue. It's the beauty of the church. You take it out of the church, you take away the beauty of the church. And you are left with a desolate place. It's all gone. Like the woman I told you about, the unforgiving. You, you, sacrifice, you take away sacrifice. You are scratching the beauty. And you are taking away the glory. Because sacrifice brings glory. When you sacrifice for God. When you make that move. Actually, I was living in Switzerland. But because of God, I decided to go and live in Germany. I got a job that was paying me even less. But I went to live there because of God. It brings a beauty to your life and your ministry. Oh yes. Look at Pastor Robert. Look at Pastor Robert. Who came here. He was the first person who came to take over the church. When I, when I started it, God willing, God, by God's grace in 1992. Do you know what happened to him? When he came here. When he, he was living in Brussels. And he couldn't stay because he didn't have the papers. So I told him. I said, Pastor Robert. We need to think of something because he will come in, he go, come in three months, he had to go. I said, we have to think of something. And I said, look, can, can we go to school? He said, me school? Because he has already gone to school. He's finished going to school. He's a pharmacist. So I said, look, try and see if you can go to school here. A grown-up. So he came, he said, let me apply to the University of Geneva. We applied to the University of Geneva to do a course. <laughs> Something that he has no intention of doing. So he went to the university, applied and went for lectures. In French. So that he could live here and do the work here. Yeah. When I lift up the under of the church, you will see what is there. What, what we are all standing on. People have made sacrifices. So he went, I remember sometimes he would be going, oh, a useless cause that he has no need of. 
he did it. And he was able to, by the time he finished the course, he had his citizenship and he could now move in the Schengen, whatever. So he was just in E3. Yeah. But you see, these are what people have done. And some of you, you say, I can't move my school. I can't do this school here. I have to do there are people who have made all those sacrifices for school. They sacrificed their school. They changed their courses. They've done this for the church. That is why the church is there. That's what has brought beauty to the church. You, you maybe you don't know. You see, maybe you don't know what people have done that makes the, the church exist. A lot of people have done so many adjustments. That's what brings is the foundation. When Yongicho was coming to Ghana, I wanted to be. I wanted to be at the program. My wife was pregnant, nine months pregnant. And her date that she was to give her was when Yonggi Joe was coming. Yeah. So I said, look, this is going to affect the program. So I decided to rather have a premature baby. So that I can, I can do the work. So I talked to the doctor. I said, look, cut out the, cut out the baby earlier. By a week or two. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, you may not know. So that, the, because I, if my wife is coming, I, I, I wanted to be there. So, I mean, I did, I, I organized a premature, I had a premature child. And all through a school, you see that she's always a little slower. Yeah. So, so that the church can go on. You are looking at my face. That's why I said, I'm ready to wash my, my face so I'll never see you again, if that's what it means. You don't know what we do to be here. What the things that we are doing for the church to exist. Yeah. I think that we just came. And then God's church just suddenly blows up out of nothing. One day my, my child was in school. Everybody could read, but she could not read. And I was just looking at all because I'm a doctor, I know. You know, it's actually your age, when you are premature, your age is actually your age is not the age that you are born. You have to actually add the, the ones because they were the ones in the womb that you didn't fulfill before you came out. That's why in Korea, when you ask you how old you are, they, they don't give you how we say our age. They add plus one year. Because you are old, they consider from the time you are in the womb is one year plus the other one. So if you are 69, you are 70. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are older than you are. <laughs> you have been in existence. <laughs> You've been alive for all this time. Only that your house was in there. Look, nothing comes around. Just, it just comes. No, 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 no. It's nice. It's there. No, people have been praying. It's the under of the church. We don't say everything. So it's not nice to say everything. But you must know, if God is going to use you, you will also be the under of a church somewhere. You also pay a price. You, you will also pay a price. Yeah. Now, Christianity is based on this one thing, unselfishness. God so loved the world. Not God so loved himself. God so loved himself that he made the universe even nicer. No, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That the whole of the church is based on only that thing. Loving other people who are not having, who are having problems that you personally don't have. You, you are okay. 
They have a problem. That's the world. The world has a problem. God doesn't have a problem. The world has a problem. And God loves the people who have a problem, even though he doesn't have that problem. So when you see that God has protected you and shielded you from having certain problems, you must know that God wants to use you to help people who don't have the kind of peace that you have. Who have far more problems than you have. But what is happening is that people whom God has shielded and has blessed and has helped and has educated and has covered, they rather tend to now love themselves even more instead of lifting up their eyes to see that over there, over there, over there, over there, those people are far worse off than I am. And I have to get out of myself and go to those people and do something for them. Christianity is based Christianity is based on only this one thing that you are in your castle Nicopo, your castle is good everything is good salary good, wife good child good, money good stable, nice, everything peaceful city good but there, there, far away there and there, and over there God so loved the world the world which was dying and sick in darkness. He loved them from heaven, from his beautiful glory. He came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth. My debts to pay from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I your name on he came from heaven to earth he came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross my dad to pay from the cross to the grave from the grave to the sky Lord I lift your name on sing it slowly he came he came from heaven unselfishness of a blessed person. Write it down. Write it down. Christianity is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. Christianity is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. Yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Christianity is based, is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. God, blessed, so loved the world. He was unselfish. And he loved the world. Amen. He did not sit in his glory. He did not sit in his peace. Bible said, peace, perfect peace was with God. He did not sit in his peaceful environment. He came to a world of confusion. 
a world of wickedness, a world full of demons. He did not leave us to the demons, for the demons to do and finish us off and take us to hell with them. Christianity is based on, on, on a blessed person. A blessed person who is not unselfish. A blessed person, what did I say? It's based on what? A blessed is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. Yeah. That's Christianity. It's based on the answer. Not just of anybody, but somebody who is blessed. And that's why, that's why, that's why when we come here and it's like, you are so blessed. When I say you are blessed, I know you have difficult. We all struggle to pay bills, this, that, that. Nobody has so much money. But I tell you, when you look out of your window, when you look out of your window, when you look out of your window and look across and you see Lord, see that yeah that's why to me i i see myself as so blessed somebody so but what do you have that you say you are so blessed but to me i am blessed huh. i feel blessed and christianity is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person you see that's why when god bless us at the kodesh god bless us in our churches you know christianity is based on our unselfishness we have to get up and go. That's why even the countries we are going, like in Cote d'Ivoire, we are not going to the capital. We are not going to Abidjan. No, no, no. We are going to places. We are going inside the forest. The people are there. People are there. They sleep in sand. Poverty. Written poverty. Written depressed. This struggling witches, wizard. What have you? We have been to towns where there is a wizard who controls the whole town. Hey. Anybody who does something, they say, I'll go and tell this uh, 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 wizard to come and catch you. <laughs> Christianity is based on the unselfishness. How many realize that you are blessed? Yeah. Yes. You are very, very blessed. You are super rich. Super rich. Super. Lift your hand and say, I'm rich. I'm so rich. Hey! of rich person are you? Hey! Hey! So rich. I mean, I mean. I said, eh, but some people have this and I don't have this and I don't have... Shut up, shut up. We are tired of this type of thinking. Locate and find out who is the one who was saying that. Who, who the, who was the one who was saying that? Angel police. Christianity is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. It's based. The Christianity of many souls in Germany will be based on the unselfishness of the Swiss church. 
On the answer of the blessed Swiss church. And you are blessed. You have choirs. You have musicians. You have singers. Instruments. Halls. uh, Projectors. Yes. true. So when I see you, anytime you see that you are blessed, God has blessed you. Shall I start to know that some serious responsibilities are coming on you? Yeah. Serious. That's why probably America keeps attacking other countries. Because they see it as a responsibility. of Their blessings and their riches. Because America is actually a very small country. <laughs> It's actually a very small country. Because when you see the continent of North America, America is actually the upper part. The lower part is Mexico. America is not the whole continent. America is just the upper middle part there. And then the lower part, or from about halfway down, is Mexico. (laughs) That small place is so blessed. And you see, and that is, and thank God, most of the missionaries in the world have come from America from a certain time. Most of the Christian television has come from America. Because Christianity is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. When you go to Tanzania, Americans have opened a Christian television station there. Tanzania, Uganda, Kenya, they have Americans. All are done by Americans. It's based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. When you go to Liberia, they open a radio station called Radio Elwa. Yeah, it was based on the unselfishness of blessed, a blessed person. Yes. That, 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 all Christianity is about a blessed person who God so loved down the world that he gave. And what, what does a blessed person do? He gives. He gives. He gives. He gives. That's why when you come and you see blessed people, they don't want to give to. The selfishness is so much. That's why I, I call this a foundation of Christianity. John 3.16. I wish Grace was here. I've made her sing so many songs. It's a pity. She's singing for you. John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Huh? I would have been dead in my grave. Sleeping in my grave. Knocking the coffin by now. Twelve years ago, I was somersaulting in a car. Twelve years ago. And I came out. Nothing. Why? He had something for me to do with the blessing that he put on my life. That is the reason why I didn't quit. And that is what I must live for. I must not have any other reason or even a secondary reason. I must not have even a second or third reason. In addition to the main, the reason. It's a foundational. It's the under of the whole church is based on this. That there's a blessed. Look at me, I'm the blessed. I went to secondary school. Huh? I do well in school. Huh? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just think in a certain way. I don't know why I think that way. When I do exams, I, I'd rather learn the question before I learn the, 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 the book. Yeah. 
That's how I always did very well in school. I just was, like, what has thou that thou didst not receive? Everything you have, you received it. Even the way you think, exam passing, everything is from God. I came from a home. My father never divorced my mother. My mother never divorced my father. I saw daddy and mommy till I, till my father died. Stable. Stable. You see, and when you, when you don't have a stable home, it affects you. So that you don't know how to be a daddy. You don't know how to be a mommy. Some of the, some of the ladies, they don't know how to be, they don't know how to be ladies. They don't know how to sit even to close your legs. You see that sitting like, they'll be sitting anyhow like that. They are not ladies. They don't bath. You see that you think that they will bath. They don't bath. They don't bath. They don't cook. They cannot cook. Can't cook. Won't cook. Shan't cook. Anyhow, because not, not because they are bad, but they didn't have mommy. They didn't have daddy. They didn't have mommy. Yeah. I had mommy. I had daddy. I'm blessed too. So Christianity is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. Uh-huh. Are, are you understanding it better? Uh-huh. Christianity is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. And, and look at some of you here. You, you should not have been in this country. Uh, people cannot easily come here, but you have been able to come here. Yeah. Uh, how are you able to be here? You are blessed, oh. <laughs> hey. Never say that again that you are not blessed. You don't have. Look at what you earn. You know what people are earning. You know what people are earning. Ladies, touch your breast. Hold your breast. There's no lamp in it. No cancer. As of today. You say you are not blessed. Uh... Oh, hold it well and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hey! Yeah. Pastor Richard, people don't believe what we are saying. No? One of our churches... One of our church, one of the ladies singing the child, doing everything. Just check her breast. And one they say, Oh, this is told her, Ah, you have cancer. Advance, you have to come to by next week. I have to cut, cut off. Just like that. Just like that. The flash like that is it's gone. And now your life is now just taking, taking, taking bomb. Hey. So that's why I say, Hold it. I say, Thank you, Jesus. I'm blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Ladies. Uh, Christ, and if God has when, when that happens to you it means that 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 to the grave it's over one guy he married his wife he was happy in the house baby wasn't coming baby wasn't coming baby wasn't so his wife went to hospital to go and do, uh, just to see why the baby was not coming. So then the doctor said, well, let me just check your breast since you are here. So just check the breast. Oh! Ad- adenocarcinoma. Do you know adenocarcinoma? <laughs> Intraductal carcinoma. Advanced with lumps in the axilla. 
and other places. Just a young 20 something years old. And you are sitting here. You are just going free. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You say, I'm not blessed. I mean, I'm not blessed. I know people. Bishop is talking about people who are blessed. That's for me. He doesn't have for me. I have a lot of problems in my life. You want to see a real problem, eh? You want to see a problem? One day I saw a certain wife who was complaining about her husband. I said, My friend, let me show you. Do you want me to show you a real problem? A real problem. Then I showed her three real problems. She became quiet. I said, please, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't have any problem in this world. Listen, I say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. How many agree with me that you are blessed? blessed. And Christianity uh, is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. The advance of Christianity, the furtherance of the gospel, is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. Paul Crouch, who made TBN, a blessed man, he made a station. And through his unselfishness, the satellite goes everywhere in the world. Yeah, the Arab world. What's the name of those God Channel uh, boys and girls? Rory and Wendy. A blessed couple. And through their blessed, their unselfishness, they are making the gospel in India, in here, in here, in here, so many places. Daystar, uh, what's his man? Johnny Lamb. Through his blessing, millions of dollars. They just, they just sit in America and say, we are blessed. They want to make it available. Maurice Cerullo, a millionaire, blessed, whatever. Through his blessing, also made a station. Do you understand? Christianity is based on the unselfishness of someone who is blessed. And all of us here, we are blessed. You may not know, we are blessed. Young man, what is your name? Andy. Andy. How old are you? 21. Do you have a child? It's a blessing. That's all in itself. It's a blessing. I know people your age, they have already given birth. Yeah. Yeah. You are blessed. You are, you are, you are in a church on a Tuesday in the, in the morning. They are, you are in a church in the, in the afternoon. So your friend just like you, they are in prison. Gangs. You say, eh, every day they are asking for. <laughs> asking for what? Don't talk. Oh. God hears things. Oh. When the Syrophoenician woman said, even the dogs eat from the bread, the crumbs, Jesus said, because of this, thy saying, this thing that you said, you are healed. Be careful. When you say something, the, 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 the heaven will say, because of what you said. When Nebuchadnezzar was walking in the, in the, in the city, Bible says he said in himself, My arm and my strength have created this beautiful city. And God said, Oh, I see. I didn't know. I didn't know. To the garden. He became an animal. When you speak to Nebuchadnezzar for eight, seven years, when you speak to him, he said, Hello, Nebuchadnezzar. He said, Moo. Moo. Sometimes a cat. Meow, meow, meow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Meow, meow. 
in Lagos, we, we used to have four levels. The hall, the, some would say the top floor, we are cows. The second floor, we are dogs. The third floor, we are cats. And the first floor, we are what? Chicken. Chicken says what? Cuckoo, cuckoo. So, you are chicken. You are, uh, you are cuckoo, cuckoo. You are cows, moo. You are dogs, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you are what? Cats. Meow, meow. So, when I say ready, go, there, but ready, go. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, only these people. Only these people. Only these people. Only these people. Together. Ah, this is the sickness that Nebuchadnezzar had after saying that he has built the city. He said, I have built a beautiful city. The Bible says he developed a sickness that made him an animal. And he went out. Even what I'm telling you, you now it's less because he was eating grass. He was like this. The king, after seven years, he was healed and he came back to his throne. So please be careful of what you say. Say, Amy, I'm not this. Why are they always asking for that? Ask for me. Please, I beg you for your own sake. Because when God hears it, God may say, oh, I see. Okay, go and bath. You say, go and bath tomorrow. And you'll be bathing tomorrow. What is this? What is this tone? What is this tone I'm feeling? You go. And they say, we are sorry to tell you. We are sorry to tell you. Now, please. Say I am blessed. Say, thank you Jesus. Thousand times, thousand milligrams a day. Every day, say thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. I am blessed. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I thank you. I'm blessed. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. I'm blessed. I'm healed. I thank you. I'm grateful. I'm blessed. I thank you. I'm grateful. I'm blessed. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a blessed person. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. That's all I want from you. Gratefulness. Be thankful every day to God. Thank God. Thank God for everything. In everything. Thank you, God. Thank you. I'm here. I shouldn't have been here. I look at myself. I'm a pastor. What what am I doing as a pastor? My family. Which part of my family are pastors? Yeah, I shouldn't be here. This is not how my life was supposed to be. God has shown me mercy. To me, I'm blessed. Everything I have is a blessing. That's what I think. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. Look at all of you. Churches. People love me. I go, they come to me. They talk. Got my wife go and program. More than a thousand women in Leeds. What else do I want? It's a blessing. To me, I'm blessed. Whatever problem I have, I, God, it's all. I thank you. Yeah, I'm thankful. You know, and I owe. I have an, a debt to pay. Do you understand? And that debt is a debt of love. Paul said, owe no man anything except to love. And you owe God your love. You owe God your life. You owe God everything. You owe God everything. 
everything you have, you owe to God. Hey! You owe God your very life. Don't boast. Don't boast about anything. You owe God your life. Don't, don't shout. Don't be too... Say so many things. Don't talk about things that you don't understand. You owe God your life. Yeah. Huh? Please. Please see yourself as a blessed person. Because it is the, it's the first step to delusion is to think of yourself as not a blessed person. So that you don't have any debts to pay. See, that's the reason. It's like, I want to see myself as nobody so that I can say, oh, yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't, oh, no, no, I don't have I mean, I don't have any. They have something. They, they are blessed. They, 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 it's bishop. <laughs> it is them, but not me. Me, after me, I'm nothing. Don't say that again, please. Don't say I'm nothing. You, you, you may remain as nothing forever. For this thy saying. Look at your wife and thank God for her. Hey, sh- look at your don't, don't get angry with your wife. It's, it's okay. Whatever she is, it's good. Even the bad side of her is good for you. It's medicine. Wow. 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 Christianity is based on the unselfishness of a blessed person. How do you say it in French? Okay, Sabine, say it loud. Say it loud. Come and say it in the microphone. Le christianisme est basé sur l'altruisme d'une personne bénie. Is it correct? One more time. Say it. I want to say, say it like a preacher. Le christianisme est basé sur l'altruisme d'une personne bénie. Hey! Say it for the last time. Le... Le christianisme est basé sur l'altruisme d'une personne qui est bénie. It is powerful. How many have learned something about unselfishness? How many have seen that it's a real foundation of everything that we have and everything that we have? And once you take away unselfishness and you move into selfishness and self-consciousness and self-interest, the whole system becomes, yeah, something. Self-awareness, self-conscious, self-catering, self-aggrandizement, self-centered, self-promoted. Gosh. Amen. All right, all right, all right, good. Father, thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Introduce yourself as blessed Jimmy Blavo. I'm blessed, uh, whatever your name is. Introduce yourself. 
blessed uh, Imaris. All right, 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 all right. Good, good. Now, we are going to take a break for, we are going to take another break, amen? Want to get yourself some lunch for one hour, we come back at three o'clock. Is that, is that watch correct? Because I keep looking at it, is it correct? All right, so 3 o'clock, please. Thank you very much.